expressway, head back, weaving through the traffic. A lot of y'all Hollywood. Mr. Kern. Kern, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Haug. Okay, I was going to say that, but I never want to, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, it's just something you don't want to guess about. Yeah, it's ra- rarely Kern guessed right. Haug. Haug. It's kind of phonetic. It seems like that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, yeah depends where in the world you are. Yeah, that's what true. What your take on AU is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank Thanks. you so much for uh, coming out here. Let me just test our levels. I got my microphone here. Do, do, do. Yeah, it doesn't quite stay where you want it yeah, to. Yeah, the little... Scent. What is this thing called? The pop screen. The pop screen. The pop screen doesn't always want to stay exactly where I yeah. want it. Okay, I'm going to turn me up just a little bit. Hello, hello, testing. That sounds good. And then you um, you sound good. Let's hear you one more time. Hello. I can get closer. I can get <laughs> further. I think, like, mid-range um, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's good. Okay. Well, welcome. How's it going? How's your, uh, how's your morning? Good, good. Uh... You've got been like on the air already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just, did, just did my show before. Yeah, had a guest. Um, was was up late. I was like, this is gonna, gonna be a long Ooh. twenty hours. That's exciting. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just going from thing to thing to thing. Cool. Um, Very exciting. Maybe we'll so. have to hear about that later. Um, uh, well, oh yeah, I should give out the number to people who are oh. listening live. Um. It is two one three five four love zero. If anyone wants to call in or text in with their love, relationship, dating questions, and today um, I haven't really done this a ton in terms of themed shows, but I thought that it would be fun to talk about like how people meet each other, and a lot of people text in or call in asking sort of 
you know, ideas for how to meet people or maybe they don't want to, like there's a question on here about um, someone who doesn't really want to do online dating, but they want to, you know, sort of broaden their spectrum of like how, like to meet people. So that's going to be our theme today, basically. So we'll see, we'll see what we can get into about that. We have some questions about that, but if anyone is listening live and they want to ask more questions about that, then uh, please do. So yeah. And um, I thought it would be fun. Um, I have this little story um, that I'll read from one of from one of my listeners. Oh my god! Ooh, right, a listener. a listener sent me a story, um, a story or a written piece, I guess you can call it, um, about how back in the seventies um, he used to uh, sort of have these parties to to meet people, and you know thought it would be an interesting story to, to share. So we can read that later. But I thought it would be fun um, to start off talking about. Um, and I, I could have like let you know in advance, but I like to give people live, uh, you know, live questions. But how did you meet your last, like, um, you know, three, four, five, six sort of meaningful relationships? Whether it was like someone you stayed with for a while, or just someone that you had a sort of a meaningful mm -hmm. connection with. Um, and I'll share my list as well. But I also um, I asked a bunch of people about their list, so I have some sort of, you know information about that because I thought it'd be interesting to take a poll and sort of see like how do people actually meet people that I know you know so yeah, yeah yeah what is the I often attach a, like maybe more importance than should be to when meeting someone has this serendipity to it it's always like ah that's yeah. like what are the chances that happened um Ooh, yeah. which is which is fun um yeah. but uh, also I have for many years, just worked in service industry, I, yeah. uh, where you're just meeting people all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, so that leads to meeting people. Uh, not necessarily yeah. a relation, like the last like like relationship I had. I just was met at a party. Like yeah. went to a party with a friend to a friend's party, and yeah, you know, got to know someone. I mean, to like not to spoil spoiler alert in terms of um, this list that you know so many of my um, listeners helped me compile in terms of how they met their significant others or people that they had meaningful connections with, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> like most people meet through their friends or at parties. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's not that complicated of an equation, but you know, I didn't know that until I, you know, reached out yeah. and asked a bunch of people and they were all like, Oh, we'll get a part or online. A lot of people meet online too. And you have, you know, yeah, they're all stories of crazy meeting stories that yeah. aren't because those are the good stories. Right. Cause that's the thing yeah. is like, well, so what you met someone in a party, but how did it go? You know, that's the sort of meat of it is like, well, like did they come up to you or did you go up to them or like what happened? My <laughs> sister is getting married in September Yeah, and Congratulations. she, they have like a wedding website, but they, they didn't say this in the store in the thing because yeah. they weren't sure how to, but basically yeah. she had gotten out of a relationship and she was hanging out with coworkers, and they're like, oh, you got to get on Tinder. Start that going. Yeah. You know, she's like, they installed the app on my phone. Yeah. And, oh, uh, man. And then the aggressive friends helping with the yeah. online dating. Yeah. Oh, this is the story she told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then she goes on a date. The first the first Tinder date she went on, no. she's now marrying him. No. Yeah, two, right. two years later. Yeah, that's her Tinder story. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really crazy. Um, I know, I know. I've that heard of one other Tinder unlikely. wedding. Yeah, that is very unlikely. And I have a friend who lives with her boyfriend now that she met on Tinder. Hmm. So, and my theory about Tinder, and I think I've talked about it on the show before, is that I feel like it's a good app because it doesn't have as much pressure. I think people view it as sort of like a hookup app, and so there's not a lot of 
thinking about how you're going to act or what you're going to say or how you're going to present yourself. Yeah. It's sort of like maybe a little bit more like straightforward and you're not like as fussy about it, which I feel like meets like is met with a lot less um, sort of confusion and like mixed messages between people, you know? Hmm. And so I think that's, if you meet someone point. on Tinder that's like actually like maybe you could stay with longer than just like a date. Then people are sort of like, oh, maybe the, you know, yeah, you let your, your guard is down. Yeah, you let your less guarded self forward first. Yeah, that seems that's really interesting. If important, your getting <coughs> there, right? Yeah. Yeah, a few times I've spent time on Tinder. I, 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 uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it. It was very, very brief. Really? And it just kind of reminded me that I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I just would yeah. scroll through and be like, nice. I don't like anyone i yeah. don't want to know any of these people and it I makes know. me angry i know, <laughs> I know. yeah frustrated yeah i feel like that is the same as how i felt when i was single when i was going to parties and bars though too it's like the same thing where most people you go out into the world and then you're like oh, I, think I don't like all these people i think that none of these yeah. people are interesting to me you know yeah, yeah. it was always, it just seems stressful i just remember yeah. being like everyone just seems to be presenting how much fun they want to have it's yeah. stressing me out that I'm just not going to... You don't want to see photos I'm of girls crying in their bedrooms at night or something. No, but... <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. It just stressed yeah. me out. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not going to be enough fun. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, this is too much. I don't know. I don't oh, know how to... Man. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But. So, how did you meet your... So, wait, did we already go over it? How did you meet oh, your Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess... I mean, I mean, a party uh, before oh, yeah, that... I, it was at a coffee shop I worked coffee at. Shop, she yeah. came in. It turned out, you know, we both played music, and then it was yeah, through music, yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, uh, that was a couple people, I guess, and then, I don't know, in college, college. I, I know, col- basically, like, the first half of my list is, like, online, through friends, bars, and then college. That's, like, the, like... The yeah, where you, there's yeah. just a million things set up. Yeah, basically, um, like, that's all, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I guess I haven't had, like, that many long, I know. long that term. Was the things I was it's like, really oh, like I haven't had that many boyfriends. A few, <laughs> you know, like a yeah. few things that lasted for a bit. There was high school, yeah. which is always like a whole other thing. Yeah, you know, like I had a girlfriend for a year in high school. We, yeah, she dumped me a month into college. We went to different colleges. Oh, so that's kind of what happened. That was gonna though, happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's totally. like we made that decision too. Yeah, it's like oh, we're different enough to not like <laughs> yeah. we could have gone to the same place, but we didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. Um, oh, so I don't know. I I feel like I have better meeting stories for like non-romantic things like i have a friend oh, where really? like good friends that you met in weird yeah. places or something yeah and that's that's often led oh, to interesting uh like i have a friend where it's probably the craziest meeting story and we've kind of attached because yeah. everything about our then we moved to la at the same time and just everything's yeah. lined up that's for cool. us and oh, wait, what was the original meeting that was so wild it was i mean like it's on a moving it's like sort something. of involved, but the kind of quick is, no, I, I lived in Oakland near Lake Mare, and I would just go on yeah. walks, and I'm going on a walk, and this kid comes up and asks to use my cell phone, and we start chatting. He's like, mm. looks like he's 10 or something, and I'm like, why aren't you in school? And it's like, it's the <laughs> summer. Yeah. And he's just, he's like, I like to buy a fried and chicken and throw it to the geese. your phone? Yeah, I'm like, why don't, why don't you have a phone kind of thing. Like, but he was 10? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wanted Sorry, to call it. A lot he of details to, here. Oh yeah, yeah. Confused. Sorry. I mean, I could. It could be a long. It's just like it could be yeah. a long no, story no, no, with sorry. details. Yeah, yeah. Go on. But he was like throwing chicken to the geese, so then these geese are all following us, and we're just chatting. Oh, yeah. He's a pretty smart kid. He says he's yeah. fourteen, a freshman in high school, and his dad's a bounty hunter. Oh, okay. And he's working. He plays drums in the church and telling me all these Wait, things. A bounty hunter? Well, there are. And they're going to make a TV here. show about his dad. Yeah, wow. it kept me interested. I kept talking yeah. to him. I was just kind of 
waking up with a cup of coffee walking around. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you don't like sailing, do you? And I say, what makes you think I don't like sailing? Who doesn't like sailing? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, because I need an adult to, to rent a boat on a lake. Oh and my god, this guy's using you like, for all your work. Exactly. Yeah. And so we're, as we're approaching the, the place and we go in and they're like, oh, hey, Marcus. And they clearly know him. They're not even yeah. talking to me because yeah. I'm just one of many adults who's like grabbed <laughs> he into the situation. to like help him sail. And they okay. quiz him to bring out the boat and he doesn't know any of the answers. Oh, and they're no. like, you got to know the answers. And he's like, last time it was multiple choice. He's a very clever kid because oh. he knew he could guess the answers. Yeah. And they're like, look, we can't give you the boat. if." And so they're like, but we'll give you a rowboat. Okay. So we take a robo, and he. And this morning, you just had free to engage with yeah, Marcus. Yeah, I had the day cool. off. I had okay. the day off. I had, I had no plans, and cool. so it was easy to do this. That just sounds great. Yeah. And then Marcus just starts hollering at ladies on the shore, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, want to get in our boat? Like, what? what how's, how's it going?" Oh my and God. I, and he's just, Wait, and so how is that logistically going to work? Are you going to roll well, we up were to gonna, them and then had pick a plan. them up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This we're going to so roll romantic. up to them. If I got picked up in a boat by two men, I would totally be into it. Well, he was <laughs> – the first two said no. They smiled and laughed. Okay. He's like, why don't you do it? I was like, because – I'm an adult, and <laughs> you're a kid, and it's cute when you do it. You yeah, know? it's super creepy when I do it. Yeah, yeah. it's not. This is not going to work out. And then yeah. we see a guy sitting on the, sh- the shore reading a book. Okay, he's got his bike. He's sitting on a bench, and Mark's like, "Hey, wh- what's up?" And he's like, "Hey," and he's like, "You had a lock for that bike?" And he's like, "Yeah." We're walking to that bench and get in our boat, and we're kind of by a shore where we could go up. Yeah. So yeah. we go as far as we can in. He rolls up his pants. Yeah. And he gets in. Okay. And then we just are both riding around this boat together. Then he goes up to this, this patio. Like a book. It was, yeah. it was a whole thing. And he yeah. convinces this. It was a party of nurses had just finished nursing school and were having a brunch. And he convinces them to get in our boat. Are you sure this isn't a sitcom that this I just is, haven't seen? Yeah, I don't know. This <laughs> okay, is, go on. This is just, so we, yeah. a bunch of nurses. So now it's you, the guy with the bike from the shore, a 10-year-old boy who says he's 14, yeah. named Marcus. And then a bunch of nurses? Yeah. How big is this rowboat? I thought rowboats were like kayaks but bigger. We fit two of the women from the at the brunch into the boat. Uh, okay. Yeah. So wait, women they were brunching or they were nurses? They were brunching. Did I make that up? They had told us they had just they were at a brunch that was celebrating the end of nursing school. Oh, I see. Okay. There were Twenty people. Anyway, wow. we co- this my friend has to go and we keep in contact. Your friend, the, the ten. Yeah, the, the f- or no, no. Well, the ten year old. I never saw that guy again. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, eventually, I left. I was just like, "Well, see you later." Like, wait, your friend, know. which which is your friend that had to go? Though? Um, the bike. Guy? Uh, the guy with the bike. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, so, you knew him? No, no, no. Or oh. he, oh, my now friend. Oh, okay. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm for some reason I'm. I don't know. I'm like, do I use names? What? Does? Oh no, don't. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and uh, he. He had to go, and but yeah. we kept in contact. Okay. And I was like, man, this guy's cool. You know, he was yeah. he was willing to get in this, bo- <laughs> in this boat with me. Yeah. Actually, and, uh, you know what? I think that's a really interesting piece, too, is if someone is willing to sort of take a little mini risk with you, as long as, of course, they feel safe and, like, you know, it's not like they're endangering themselves to, you know, hang out with you. But I feel like if someone asks you to do something that's sort of fun or, like, out of the ordinary, then that's a good sign. And they say yes, and that's yeah, a good yeah. sign that it's not going to be a boring person, yeah, you know. Yeah, they're open to Yeah, that they're open to a little sign, you know. Yeah. And I guess that's how he thought about me. Like, oh, that was yeah. how he first saw me was sitting in this rowboat with this kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so sweet. So you're friends with the bike guy now? Yes, friends with the bike guy. Okay. Now. Does he still live in the Bay Area, though? So no, no. We both moved to L.A. at the same oh, time. Wow. We were going to live together. It didn't work out, but, yeah. you know. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. That's a great story. So that, like, that's kind of one of the yeah. better meeting stories, you know? Or, I think that's it's, great. It's yeah. Just a, just, he's a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds that the water, the water didn't spill. Oh, the water not, spilled not, a little bit, but not on the mixing <laughs> part. Okay. 
um well that's a great story i don't think that i have any stories that are nearly that interesting except speaking of boats and it's it's not really a romance story for me but um i used to swim out so my family vacations in mexico every year and um for a couple of months and so as a kid i would go every year to mexico and i still do i went this year um and I love to swim, and so I would swim out to the boats, um, which, you know, they're not that far in the bay. They're just sort of, like, beyond the shallow depth, you know. Yeah. Um, so I would swim out to the boats and, you know, see what the names of the boats were and, you know, see if anyone was on board and wanted to wave to me or oh, whatever. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, and, you know, see what countries they were from and things like that. And I swam out to this one boat once, um, and I remember I didn't know what it meant at the time because I, really, I think I was, like, 11 or something, but it was called Halcyon which I learned later means sort of like a type of calm or something. I, for, I forget the exact <coughs> definition of it, but it's like a I've, Yeah, same. I've calm. looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> I forget exactly. But it's, but it's like became one of the words that I was like, oh, this is a cool word that I know that like, you know, I know because I read it on a boat one time. Anyways, um, there was these two extremely handsome. Yeah, good meeting. There was these two extremely handsome Canadian boys on this boat. And maybe I was 12. I don't know. I was like <laughs> at the point where I was like attracted to boys and men, but it wasn't like. I don't think I'd, like, kissed anyone yet. or Like, nothing had happened. So it was very much like I was like, oh, these boys are really cute. But, or like, dreamy. I don't know. Yeah, they were dreamy. Um, but anyways, they invited me up on the boat. And I wound up, like, becoming friends with them. And then my sister, who's seven years older than me, wound up um, going sailing with them, like, on that trip to Costa Rica and spent a couple of months with them. Oh, and whoa. she was, like, on break from school or something, too. I don't know. Maybe she, like, hadn't started college yet or something. Um, and wound up dating one of the, so it was like a whole meeting story for That's her, a, yeah. and she got to like go on a world tour, and I was like, okay, well, I'm responsible for like setting up on this <laughs> situation, because I swam out to these boats and met these lovely boys. They were also sailing with their dad, so it was like a nice little family trip, and they were like, come along, huh. lovely American girl, so, yeah. You began the situation that you saw fulfilled by your more appropriately aged sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe I can't have sex with these boys, but maybe you can have sex with one of them. Yeah. 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 Um... So, anyway, so that's not uh, an exciting meeting story for no, me, I mean, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for someone else. For I, someone else, yeah. I remember meeting people where I, it was this couple I knew where they told me the story of how they met. I can't remember the whole story, Yeah. but, you know, they made the joke, such a good meeting story, we can never break up. They did break oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah, it sounds, you know. <laughs> sounds convincing, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, well, yeah, so you shared some of yours. I mean, mine are really not that exciting, but basically, like, the most recent people that I've dated are, like, had his boyfriends. Um, online dating, Bumble. That's met my current boyfriend on Bumble. Um, at a birthday party. And these are, I don't know, I was like, well, boyfriends I've only had a few. But then I was like, well, but people, like, who I like and who are sort of, like, meaningful relationships, even if it was, like, a short-term thing. So um, I met someone at a birthday party at a bar. I met someone else at a bar. Um, I met someone else online on OkCupid, and it's funny because it was so long ago, and it was sort of, it was the first time I'd ever done online dating, and I remember having my coworker sort of, like, twist my arm to do it, and it was still stigmatized. It was still this thing that, like, oh, why are you on online dating? You know, like, oh, yeah. like, We're what's so wrong with you? We're that. so far gone from that, yeah. <laughs> but I remember that feeling really specifically, and then he was the first date that I went on, and I was like, oh, people like this around here? Like, you're great, and we went up dating for a couple of months. That's and cool. We were friends, but it was great. Um, let's see, college, I wound up dating a person who was my professor, but not as scandalous as it sounds. He was a grad student and I was an undergrad, so we're not that different in age, but, yeah, like, at yeah. the time we didn't date, and then later we dated. 
Um, and then college, I met a boyfriend. Like, we were in the same major. I met another one through friends in college. So many people in college, you know, like, I don't remember all the details of, like, all the college. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, my few college boyfriends, like, how we actually met. And I feel like it was, like, at the mailroom. You know, like, you just <laughs> see people around and you're like, oh, you're yeah. cute. Like, we'll talk eventually. And then, yeah, like, who true. asked who at? I don't even remember, you know. So. Live in the same dorm. Yeah, exactly, basically. Um, Although I will say that one of my boyfriends, we had lockers next to each other. Oh, really? <laughs> and so we were always kind of like, oh, oh hey. that whole, the that whole time thing. period yeah. where it's like, do we talk? Like, I know, yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the tension of... Yeah. We see each other all this? the time, yeah. I think mm-hmm. she's single, but maybe she's not. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's basically my list. And then a couple of other lists. Um, let's see. Uh, this woman met someone that she dated for a while um, at a Burning Man-related party. Not at Burning Man, but I guess like a party that about Burning I'm Man or something. I'm not exactly I lived, sure I lived what in that means. North <laughs> Oakland for a while, which okay. is basically Berkeley, which, <laughs> which that makes means sense I too. heard about. Yeah, it was like yeah. parties that everyone knows each other because of Burning Man. Right, okay. Um, yeah. They're, and they're like talking about their preparations for for Burning Man. Oh, see, that just sounds so boring to me. Talking about your preparations. That just sounds <laughs> well, like anxiety. Not if your preparations <laughs> are building a oh, giant okay. thing. Okay, like, not like how much water are you bringing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're just people where their life I, – I don't know. I yeah. mean, I had – my friend I moved in with was sort of part of – he went a couple years in a row, and so he knew mm-hmm. – it was like spaghetti night where people just get together, have a potluck. Yeah. And then I remember going with him a couple of times and putting, piecing it together. And I was like, wait, how do you know these people? And he's like, oh, I met them off at Burning Man. I was like, that makes sense. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's so cool. Yeah. That, makes sense. that Oh, man. That friend yeah. is a wizard at meeting people. I, oh, really? He's like a he m- should call superpower. In. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – just people in general. Like he, yeah. I mean, he's a person who travels alone a lot, mm-hmm. but we would go Whoa, to a party. that's already, that's a bold move. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, just, he was a, an accountant. He just did taxes during tax season, save his money, get unemployment yeah. in the off season, and travel through Eastern Europe for a few months alone. And cool. That was his thing. Because he was, yeah. anytime I went to a party with him, he would just kind of go in and just jump into a group and start talking. And See, I was that's like, thank like, you for being here. That's so cool. I feel like so many, I mean, you know. We don't have that many questions, but um, but some of the questions are from people who basically are like, I have a hard time meeting people. How do I do it? And, like, that guy is a perfect example of someone who doesn't have a hard time meeting someone. So it's hard for me because yeah. I'm a little bit more outgoing. Sure, I get a little socially awkward sometimes, but for the most part, I don't think that it's it's not the worst thing in the world to go into, like, an, a bar where I don't know anyone and try and, like, talk to people or go into a party alone or travel alone and, like, introduce myself. Like, it's fine. I, you know, swim up to boats and, like, say, hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. it's not a big deal to me. So I feel like it's a hard, it's hard viewing questions like, how do I meet people? I have a hard time, like, through my lens of that's not a hard – because I feel like I don't understand the different personality structure of, like – I feel like we should have a conversation about, like, well, why is it harder than, like, let's, like, let's yeah. unpack that and then let's figure out a way for you to not be and so if shy. You, and if you try to explain it, then yeah. it sounds manipulative. One time I remember explaining. Well, okay. Or at least, okay, that was what someone told me once. I was, yeah. a friend was saying, oh, how do you meet people, like, in these things? And I was like, huh, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about it, you know, because yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's easy to start talking to someone. I yeah. mean, I felt that more when I was younger. I guess I just like it was had less to, to worry talk. about. Okay. I don't know. Like I grew up with my mom just talks to ever. She just talks to strangers all the time. So yeah, I grew up yeah. with an example of a person who right. just doesn't have any anxiety about yeah. st- talking to a stranger. I guess I did too. Yeah. And 
but then I, I don't know. I got older, and people are mean to you, and so I thought, oh, that didn't feel <laughs> yeah. good. Like, yeah, I don't know. Totally. Uh, and I was trying to ex- explain to a friend how I met a person. So anyway, yeah. years later, I was working at a job with a guy, and we're standing around chatting about stuff, mm-hmm. and. I was telling him how I was like, yeah, I remember one time just explaining to a friend how I meet a person and explain to the guy. He's like, that sounds really manipulative. And I was like, what? No, I wasn't manip- – I was just telling him what happened. I didn't orchestrate, yeah. engineer the situation. I was yeah. just describing how from my – in my retroactive – What kind of manipulative about it to him do you think? Well, I was saying – like, okay, I was describing being in a grocery store. Okay. Uh, specifically, I lived in San Francisco, and there was this very small grocery store. I was with my friend in the grocery store explaining this to him. Yeah. And he was asking me, I was like, I don't know, like, say I wanted to talk to someone. I'm in this grocery store. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I feel like I'll almost just make a move, like, a move, like, reach, like, look at these like do something that yeah. engages the conversation maybe just like mm-hmm. drop something where it's not like i'm oh, thinking yeah. about it yeah but like i'll sort of just note it like in this in my I guess excited state to meet this person yeah my subconscious comes up with something that something to do opens the communication opportunity yeah um, i don't think that's manipulative i think that's just human i think that's like oh i want to like get noticed for a second yeah. or like test the waters and see if someone is open to noticing me you know because like yeah. yeah yeah oh and and this person like, oh, it sounds manipulative and i was like no i'm just i don't know i was just noticing Wait, that, and that person was really shy um uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, well, since we didn't work that job together. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I real. Oh, <laughs> I realized in <laughs> retrospect, he was sort of like, oh, you're be like a being a pickup artist. Like this is your uh, tactic. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh God, that no, show. Now, now I remember. That show. I wish that show would come back. That show was so good. Sorry. The that situa- show was so bad. Oh, uh, yeah, Do you remember yeah. that show? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the I, pickup artist, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, was, it was the worst. I, I watched it with a friend in what college. What was his name? Was like, a, Magic or something? Uh, <laughs> Mystery. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I had a... I had a the ladies' negs. Oh, my God, that show. <laughs> I had a math friend in high school who read the, the book, The Game, and he was like, yeah, I'm reading this book, and it's really funny. It's this guy who's just describing kind of like normal, just behavior but he's like making the science out of it because he's just this weird nerd who was a street yeah and, oh my god uh that was that was my introduction to that it's just a bunch of a book basically yeah. i guess that's kind of what i'm saying it's like the describing yeah. if like oh I describing what is like changes it yeah because it goes from like oh these are just like things that happen in life mm-hmm. like like if you're just a confident open person you're gonna like not feel weird starting a conversation with someone right. but if you're like a very nervous strange repressed individual yeah uh well that's like the dark side is like right. those like santa barbara sh- what was it like shootings like all this i don't know it was a while ago i can't remember but I my friend know. was talking about it. this guy was saying he was like i just was frustrated i couldn't get the women i wanted and so i was trying to learn oh. from that was like the dark side of appealing yeah. to these like you know, derangedly, Aww. like, uh, frustrated folks. Like, he went on a shooting spree because uh, he couldn't get ladies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the story exactly, and I feel bad because it's, like, terrible. a kind of tragic thing. But, um, yeah. uh, anyway, just... No, but I know what you mean in terms of adding the level of insight to it because it makes it seem like it's this intentional yeah, thing Yeah, you're constructing or something. this, yeah. like, way... And, and so do like, people I do that? I flip my hair when I want people to, like, exactly. And it's like, no, I just, like, flip my hair, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so turning it into a... Yeah, that but, makes sense. So I guess what really it's getting into, like, the whole, yeah. like, meeting, it's, it's I don't know, figuring out how to... 
I think it's figuring out how to like put yourself in situations where you, you know, yeah, are are comfortable and also, you know, and my advice to people is always like try and just do things that you like to do and put yourself in situations where you're sort of at your best. So if it's like you like rock climbing, then like I don't know, go to a rock climbing gym or something, you know, like, I don't yeah. know, do the things that you like yeah. to do and then just try and be open, like, look up if someone seems like they're dropping something. That's like, a good point, yeah. like, when you're at your best. Yeah, when of. you're at your best, exactly. You know. If you're going to a party and you're sort of like, ugh, I hate me p- meeting people at parties, then it's going to come off and you're going to seem like you're sort of awkward and no one's going to want to talk to you. Yeah, because that's know? probably the a big important thing is openness. Like, you have to present yeah. as open. So right. if you're with a friend you have fun hanging out with, I feel like maybe that's say the situation of a bar like oh, mm-hmm. I'm with my friends like yeah. the difference between sitting there and looking nervously around the room yeah. instead of talking to your friends oh my god I went to a bar this was a while ago but it stuck in my mind so much because there was this creepy guy and for all intents and purposes he looked perfectly normal um but he was just sitting alone drinking and like sort of looking around and like it was so clear uh. that he was there to try and meet people you know because yeah. I mean or it, it seemed clear by the way he was looking around the room. Yeah, sort of seemed like, concerned yeah, with he seemed like, people around. Yeah, concerned, and also, like, he looked awkward being alone. I mean, sometimes if you go to a bar and you're by yourself, like, you can just sit there and, like, I don't know, there's a difference. Like, you yeah. can sort of look around casually, and that is much different than what he was doing. Like, he was <laughs> definitely, like, it was yeah. not casual. And he, I think also his his clothing was, like, pretty, like, up and like it's he seemed really like uncomfortable like the whole thing seemed, like his clothes were like a little too tight I always want to tell those people to relax I know I wanted I'm to tell him to relax I almost wanted to go up to him and just be like hey man like what's up you look like not to I don't know but I wanted to just like break him out of like the scary yeah, yeah. like alone man look um and he basically just sat there and like didn't talk to anyone and just drank his drink and looked so uncomfortable for like I don't know 20 30 minutes and then left and I was like, see, that's someone who shouldn't be trying to, like, pick up people at a bar because no matter how, like, much you psych yourself up to go talk to people, you're not comfortable. You're not enjoying yourself. Like you said, you're not, like, sort of with friends, like, having you a good time. You don't look like a person who wants to meet someone. <laughs> you don't look like a person that – or you really or, do, and then it screams, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, desperation. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you're not, like – you're not, or, like, laughing. Like, you won't be fun to talk to. <laughs> no, you won't be fun to talk to, yeah. which in the end was why I didn't go up to talk to him. Yeah. Not that I was looking for a new date or something, but I just was, like – I wanted to be a caretaker of this poor fellow. And then I was like, actually, no, because I don't think the combo would yeah. be any fun at all. So like I'm not going to. Like the challenging you to, oh, like, oh, yeah. come up to talk to me. I bet you're too annoying. Yeah. I'm better than everyone else here. <laughs> I'm like, I no, this know. is not the game. You're not mystery. You're not going to, like, throw me an egg. And I'm going to, like, just my knees are going to buckle. And I'm going to be yours forever or something yeah, like now. Yeah. yeah. That's the, no, the yeah. reason I was up late last night. I played a, sh- I played a oh, show. Yeah. That's all. Oh, uh, cool. I, but it was like out in Pomona and there was just it's oh, a nice. sound guy tactic where they're just there to do yeah. their job and they want to let you know that they don't care about you or your band and that was this guy <laughs> and it's this weird attitude of just like yeah. oh, okay whatever. is it like an ego thing or something or I like, feel like it's a deal? more insecurity that's the oh, way okay, of yeah. they, that's how they feel them, their best self perhaps like oh, yeah. receded into their own idea of their vanity and you yeah. know like you know oh, I, this is uh, I, I have an imagination of how I'm perceived right and so I'm just going to stick with that. And yeah. in, in the sound guy's head, he's he's like, man, these people are so intimidated by me. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're not talking to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it's because you're... <laughs> you're just a dick. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, man. That's, that's really that's funny. What I, that's my guess. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Man. Okay, well, I feel like um, 
before it gets too late in the show. I should read this little story um, from Mr. Um, I don't know what to call it. I think I'm just going to call it a written piece. It's a story. but um, so It's written by Patrick Lee out of um, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And it's called Parties and Romance, um, 1973. Um, in the early 1970s, I was living in Toronto. I hung out with a circle of friends, mostly from my university days, with others connected by family, occupation, or sports affiliation. I had graduated from U of T, uh, University of Toronto, in 1968 and fled Nixon and all that he implied to return to England, land of my birth. I hoped for swinging London, the youth movement, and my university girlfriend had found a job in London with a publisher. I followed her there, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> arriving in October. I tried different jobs, but none seemed right, and I managed to get into a film school. After two years in London, we decided to return to Toronto. I got a nearly fatal meningitis infection, survived the relationship, uh, survived, comma, <laughs> the relationship ended, <laughs> and I was, by 1971 or so, one of, many, uh, one of many guys of my approximate age hoping to find a relationship or sex, ideally both. As our male activities resolved, uh, revolved around looking for serious work, pay the rent work, uh, bars for sports watching and drinking, and street hockey in the winter, baseball in the summer, our success at meeting women was weak. At this period, the early 1970s, the fashion scene for young men of my co cohort was feeble. In our teens, we had been aware of rival brands, Lee versus Wrangler for jeans, Puma versus Adidas for sneakers, so many of the same um, issues in our current times. When we became teenagers in the 1960s, the Beatles and Rolling Stones had introduced us to longer and then longer hair, which went quickly from, rebellious, from a rebellious statement to a norm. To get a quick idea of how we looked, you can refer to album covers of the period, e.g. Credence or the band. Um, the band. I don't even know the band. That's bad. The band. Um, the band. Do you know the band? Yeah. You should inform me later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except not as handsome. Adding to this, most of my male friends fell into various degrees of geekiness. Photographers, filmmakers, writers, artists, almost all aspiring rather than practicing. Mixed in with this were lawyers, teachers, taxi drivers, and a dentist, and a doctor or two. We were all keenly aware that we were failing to establish meaningful relationships with the opposite sex, although I doubt it was ever expressed that way. A metaphor that occurs to me is fishermen on the bank of a stream able to see the beautiful fish swimming by, ignoring our hooks and lures. As a first effort to try and meet and mingle with women, I suggested monthly or bi-monthly dinners with one person or group acting as a host. The menu would be simple, pasta and sauce or chicken curry, etc. These meals proved successful socially, but what did not occur was the introduction of any new women, so the unattached stayed unattached. My next idea proved to be a winner. Abandoning the meal concept, I decided to host a party roughly based on my memory of my parents' cocktail parties in, the London, in London in the early 1950s. I made up an invitation which stipulated that men must wear suits or at least a jacket and tie. I had to explain by telephone and in, conver by telephone, um, and in conversation that this was not a joke. Women could dress as if going to a formal or cocktail attire. I created a soundtrack on reel to reel tape, tape? Um, starting with film scores from the 1930s to 50s leading into dance music. I served martinis to delay the onset of beer guzzling. 
the party and subsequent iterations on the theme was a great success. An old friend of mine, now a successful film producer in Los Angeles, still recalls, and we all wore suits. <laughs> Why? Well, certainly the men looked far better dressed, uh, dressed up than in their usual jeans and plaid shirts. Most of them had combed their hair. We all still had hair in those days. I think many had showered, shaved, or trimmed beards. The women looked uniformly fabulous. I was tempted to write ravishing, but not the best choice of words nowadays. There was a lot of high heel action, unusual then. The music worked. This was all before disco came along, so dance parties were not common. Anyway, that is a story. Maybe there is a lesson for youngish folks of the 20-teens. Now that's the story by Mr. Patrick Lee. Thank you, Patrick Lee, for sending that. That's a lovely story. What a nice way to meet people. That, <laughs> Can that, you imagine that happening now? That actually reminded me that kind of is the yeah. one, the last like kind of longer term thing I was in. I mm-hmm. was a cocktail party. That w- that was oh, the really? theme, and I was in a suit. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> and my friend hosted it just as like a yeah. An and he, event. he still he still does it. And uh, like I, yeah, it was just a party that was all all cocktails. That's um, so fun. And uh, uh, the idea was to dress up. Was there a theme, like, in terms of the people hosting the party? Was it really to sort of meet new people and sort of set people up, like, uh, like in this situation? Or it was more no, just like, oh, let's have a fancy just a party. Big, yeah, a big fancy yeah. party yeah. In, in the winter. That sounds um, so fun. Yeah, yeah. I kind of did that at my house. I actually did the cocktails and, like, theme music. Or oh, my, nice. my studio apartment. It was Here like, in L.A.? Yeah. Nice. It was more of a housewarming thing, but I've always thought yeah. I should do it again. Well, maybe. I mean, I think that's the other thing, too, is so many people don't like the online situation and are trying to find new ways. So maybe, you know, going back to what Patrick Lee had taught us is that, you know, people can have success meeting at cocktail parties, you know, or I'm not sure how many of them actually like, but it sounds like a really lovely time and that like really stuck in their minds versus like using an app for like a couple hours. You're probably going to just block that out. And it was the presenting best self, as you were saying. Yeah, like totally. Kind of, oh, yeah, like everybody clean up and present your yeah. or better self, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, totally. Try and fool the people into believing that you're wonderful now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, let's see. We have a couple of questions, and we have uh, a little bit of time. So let's do um, this question is about setting people up. What's the best way to do it? I have a ton of wonderful friends who are single and looking for love. I would love to play matchmaker and set up the ones I think could work together, but I'm not sure if I have an accurate picture of who would match well together. Any tips on setting up friends? Have you ever set anyone up? Anonymous female, 28. Um, do you want to take that one? I'd say don't <laughs> let anyone say know. Don't do it. No, don't <laughs> let anyone know that, that there's a setup. Just oh, yeah. Create a I think situation. That's a good sit- yeah. And then I don't know if they totally. click, they click. Yeah. But then there's not that pressure of... So you mean like I don't know. do it in a way that maybe you just invite the new person to drinks with you and your friend and then like see if the two friends get along? Is yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. something casual. Yeah. Something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, because if you're not, I guess I say that because if you're not sure who would mm-hmm. click with who, yeah. then if you maybe make one attempt, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, but then, I don't know, maybe that would make the second attempt stranger if they know, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I like not knowing things. Yeah. Personally. Uh, well, and I think what you're talking about, too, is the pressure aspect where mm-hmm. it can really sort of throw someone. And then you also don't want to feel like you're letting down the person who's setting you up. You know, like you don't want to have to feel like, oh, I didn't like him because of whatever, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the pressure. of. Like, yeah. So yeah. I think if you can manage it. Uh, Ca- 
casually. Yeah. 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 That'd be ideal. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, also what she's saying is, um, you know, that she has a lot of single friends, um, and she doesn't exactly know who would sort of pair well together. I think, you know, obviously you can look at people's exes or, you know, previous partners um, and see if there's sort of any themes. I know some people date mm. basically the same person over and over again, even yeah. if it's, you know, they look differently. There's like some personality theme that's really similar. So you can sort of use these things and also just ask the person like what they're looking, you know, like you can ask questions. I don't know. Yeah. But it is, I would say that getting involved in matching people up, it seems like an unnecessarily... Um, not stressful because you don't you're not going to lose anything if it doesn't work out but it seems like you're sort of like meddling in a way that yeah. like Which some, i don't know i have a friend who likes doing that he used to really? do that when we were in i guess i think high school and yeah. he, he would be kind of giddy anytime a match he set up went well he's like oh, that's cool. yeah. he felt like he had created that thing yeah totally uh, so i don't know i also i was set up one well it wasn't totally how do i explain it it was basically like I forget the name of the, it was like a matchmaking service that a friend of mine worked for, and she, and it was like a very, I think it was for heterosexual dating only, or maybe not, but the way that it was presented to me was my friend worked there, and the men, or maybe not men or women, but the people who wanted to use the service would pay a really high price, and then there was a database of people like me that um, the matchmakers um, would find out in the world that weren't paying anything, and then they would sort of, like, talk to each person, the paid customers as well as the sort of people oh. in the database, and <laughs> see, like, oh, well, what are you looking for, guy? And, like, oh, what are you looking for, Mr. X? You know, and then try and, like, match you up. And I remember I went on one date because I was like, okay, this is a friend of mine. Like, whatever, I don't have anything to lose. It's just, like, a, you know, one date. And it was basically the situation of, like, on paper, this person, like, I told them, you know, like, they asked, she asked so many questions about, like, my past relationships, what I was looking for, like, what went wrong in my past relationships, like, all these, like, really intimate sort of, like, questions about my, like, love history, and then, and I'm sure she asked the same things of this person, and then we, like, went on a date, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so, there's nothing here, like, this is, but it was interesting because, like, it this was, like, a professional, have. you know, like, situation where it was, like, on paper, like, we are exactly a mat. And I was, like, well, but, like, there's so nothing. So yeah, I didn't get I, Yeah, so I feel like some of it is, like, you can't ever tell who someone's going to actually be attracted to, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. It can be fun to be surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I'll feel, like, I feel like I've judged myself for being, like, God course you're attracted to that person so <laughs> so typical oh really <laughs> and then I'll, that's all I'm, i'll just and, and i'll and i'll like be uh, i'll just like judge myself for being because like, you feel like they're bad for you or something no just i'll feel like so obvious to myself <laughs> this is it's stupid it's like three layers of this self-criticism is, here. Yeah, yeah yeah i'll just be like uh, i'll be annoyed at myself being like oh of course you think of course you like that person but that's like, really funny why because of like are there certain personalities or like seeing, looks things that are I guess, always similar? i guess more i'll judge myself more on looks things yeah or it's just like i'm like oh of course <laughs> yeah. and, and I'll, I'll almost like not want to to like the person because <laughs> yeah. of that that's i think really i maybe funny. got over that there was a weird period where that's, that's good yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's a good thing to get over yeah, yeah. You can't be so hard on yourself yeah um, okay, this is a question from an anonymous male, late 30s, who says, what about meeting people at parties? I just got out of a six-year relationship, 
and haven't been on the dating scene for a while. I'm in my late 30s and would like to meet someone new. I used to meet people at parties back in my early 30s and in my 20s, but now I feel limited in my free time, so don't go to parties as often as I used to, nor do I want to party hop like I used to. Any tips on meeting women in a more age-appropriate manner? <sighs> I mean, probably smart to not revert to an activity that you like, no longer can sustain because yeah. there's a relationship sustained by that activity. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, and you're just going to have a bunch of hangovers that <laughs> True. will make you sort of resent the relationship. Okay. I yeah. don't know. But I mean, like, if you meet someone at a party, then, like, you're probably going to go out and if do that. If it's that kind of thing, like, yeah. oh, that's what we have to do, like, mm-hmm. for this to work. It's mm-hmm. just always, like, go out and, like, get drank. Uh, yeah. And uh, if it sounds like this person is not trying to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, ma- my question would be, like, how serious of a relationship. Yeah, I know. How about yeah. some cocktail parties where you wear a suit? Um, but, yeah, I mean, a six-year relationship, I want to know. Like, I feel like he shouldn't really date anyone serious for a while, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't be so worried about it. Like, I would just start, like, picking up people at the grocery store or wherever you go, you know? I mean, <laughs> maybe that's not everyone's cup of tea. But, yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that? No, no. I've talked yeah. to people at grocery stores that I yeah. think are cute. <laughs> so you've tried, but it hasn't worked. <laughs> no, well, just I, just, I just don't I don't pick people up. <laughs> like, I just don't It sounds like you get picked out. up. And I kind of just wait for that to happen. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I cool. talk to people, and then I just eventually someone is like, hi, do you, let's exchange. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I get very. That's the point yeah. at which I get very shy. Yeah. And I oh, just really, that's cute. Well, I just don't. I mean, I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to give anyone unappreciated attention. <laughs> so so and I it takes you don't me a long give anyone unappreciated, unappreciated attention. attention. What and does it that takes, mean? Like I don't want them to, you know, feel annoyed that I'm like, oh, that's all you want from me, or whatever. <laughs> okay. Or I, I don't know. I guess yeah. I just like spend a lot of time with friends who will be always talk about creepy guys or whatever yeah so and a lot of lady friends that are yeah you know picked and, up a lot and so i i don't know i just <clears throat> it takes me a while to be convinced that or to be sure that a person appreciates is interested basically. yeah yeah it's interesting yeah. yeah and so that's the what the Sounds easiest the easiest you. sign that they're interested is that they <laughs> ask, they're asking you out yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's cool yeah i, I mean yeah yeah that makes sense. Uh, that's totally. yeah. I've, I've, I've tried to be more. I don't know. Whatever, but I also I mean, it's a cool like you know gender role sort of stereotypical reversal. You know, if you're like dating women for women to ask you out. You know, I don't think I've. I am straight, and I don't think that I've asked out that many people. I think I've only probably ever asked out like two people that I want to date. You know, or maybe that's wrong. I don't know. Maybe more, but ones that I can like remember. You know. Um, so I feel like in general I sort of wait, but I think it's like a person, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I've realized in retrospect is I've probably mm, missed out on some probably like fairly cool things that could have been more of a a deeper relationship yeah. because I think maybe they, my lack of asking out mm-hmm. can be seen as like a rejection, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like he should have done it there. And if he didn't, then it's like kind yeah. of thing. Whereas my end, I'm like, oh, if this person likes me, we'll keep hanging out until, like, yeah. we figure something out. It doesn't have to be, like, yeah. them. It's not like I have some rule or something. But Also, it sounds like a pretty sort of healthy way to sort of get to know someone the way you said, like, we'll hang out until we see. 
I think that that's a good way to view it too. It's like you can hang out with someone casually, and it doesn't have to feel super datey. Yeah. You know, and then you'll sort of know. Although it is nice to sort of know if you're on a date or not. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, f- I think what has for me people that I've ended up with, it's just mm-hmm. we've found ways to spend time together. Like we're yeah. interested in finding ways to spend time together. Yeah. She was pretty good at finding ways to spend like yeah creative at it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I that's cool. I'm trying to think uh, of like creative ways to spend time with them. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just if your schedules line up, yeah, or something. Totally. I, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it just can. Yeah, I guess I'm a fan of the lack of pressure. Of the, to, yeah, no, I to, agree to, with that. But I think yeah, for some people, I think there's a time limit. Like, hey, we're hanging out this long, and like, if something doesn't happen here, then yeah. like, I'm over it. And yeah, I think I've totally. maybe experienced that. And then of course, I'm mm-hmm. a little bummed. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, the I, the whole like shit. Could there have been something there? Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, in my experience, um, I don't know. Like, I've tried dating certain friends where I'm like, oh no, there's not something there, and I'm like, well, is there? And then we try, and we're like, no, <laughs> you know. So I think in general, your first instinct is usually right in terms of like, oh, should I date this person? You know, and unless there's some circumstance like oh you're not single and you like notice someone but then you're like oh well, i'm not single so like this isn't the time and then maybe later you are you know i've had that happen too where it's yeah, like, i meet yeah. someone but i'm like in a relationship and then like i'm not in the relationship and i'm like oh well now we can date you know um but for the most part i feel like your first instinct about someone if like you want to date them or you're kind of like eh, no we should be fine i think it's usually right so yeah yeah, yeah. um okay but we have a few minutes i want to answer this other question i think it's interesting um mm-hmm. Okay, it says, dating your ex's friends. I met a guy through an ex of mine. Actually, he's my ex's close friend. I don't keep in contact with my ex at all. In fact, my opinion of him completely changed over the course of the seven months we dated. His friend, however, still seems wonderful, although truth be told, I've only spent time with him a few times. There has always been chemistry between this friend and I whenever we hung out, and I, always, and I was always more interested in my ex's friend than I was in my ex. There are other factors which complicate my pursuing the friend, such as his having a girlfriend right now. But if he were single, would it really be that bad for me to date him, considering the fact that I'm not as close to my ex, so wouldn't risk damaging any post-relationship friendship? Anonymous female. Um, what do you think? Hmm. Yeah, that's tricky. I've thought about that <laughs> stuff before. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... That's never happened to me. Just the compromising your friendship, it sounds like, wait... The ex well, and the like ex's friend are friends. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah it sounds like, yeah, um. it sounds like she, okay, so she dated the guy for seven months. They're not close now. So but she, it sounds like the ex's friend has a girlfriend, so it's not really a potential person yeah. that she could date anyways, but so she's she, wondering, like, would it really so be that bad? Though? Imagining if there yeah. wasn't that, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, so she's describing that I'm. Right, she's saying I'm not close to the ex anymore, so it wouldn't so be a big would deal be for bad? me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess then it's the consideration is how close to the, the other ex guy. and his friend. Yeah, they cl- you know, and right. how does he feel about that? Yeah, totally. I and I think know. in that situation, it probably would be determined by the ex's friend in terms yeah. of like, would yes. it be a compromise on his friendship with yeah. him? Yeah, I mean, the then there's friends. no answer because it's not like anybody yeah. owns anyone or there's rights or there's yeah. laws. It's just sort of no. what are people, what are these individuals? comfortable with yeah totally but it is a funny question though in terms of like oh like it's relationship didn't work out with the person that you were dating but like their friend seems great you know like i don't know yeah yeah but yeah but yeah i don't really know that's a tricky one i think that 
Hmm. Yeah, I think you would have to play it by ear, you know? I don't know. How strong is that connection? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, isn't that like in yeah. movies? There's a lot of forbidden sort of relationships. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, true. Like going for your Also, there is that brother sort of... Or yeah, totally. Oh, the brother, yeah. Even more intriguing. Even more, yeah. I think that's interesting, though, the sort of forbidden quality to it. And I wonder if that's a part of, like, maybe why she's attracted to him is, like, the sort of, like... Oh, like I shouldn't, but like, well, and also it sounds like well, she has a he has a girlfriend, so like it's yeah. Yeah, so it's, it continues to be. It continues to be taboo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, but that's an interesting. But in general, like you said, I don't think there's like any hard and fast rules about like you know anything having to do with dating. But also with friends, I think it's just how comfortable the fr- actually. You know, when I did date a friend, like I dated a guy friend of mine, and then I dated his friend, and it was like fine, like. Like, none of us were super close friends. I mean, you know, friends. Like, casual friends. So, and I think it was fine. And I don't think that it, like, messed up their friend. I mean, obviously, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people, I've I've seen it handled before. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, if you're in an adult, mature relationship and you're trying to be responsible with your emotions and respectful of other people, there shouldn't be any huge sort of blow-ups or, you know, friendships yeah. are ruined by, you know, what yeah, I guess dating the, the other person. Like. Or, or the advice is yeah. detached from what what seemed too much to handle as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Like, you'll be surprised at what you can handle <laughs> what you can handle adult. now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, that was major drama. Uh, like, yeah. What? No. Yeah. You're not going to, like, be dropped by your friend, like, in the cafeteria or something because you, like, went on a date with your friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Luckily, I was homeschooled and I didn't have to endure any of these um, teen. Oh. I know this is this I explains mean, a lot, right? No, <laughs> I, I mean, if anything, you know, it's surprising. Uh, oh, oh, see, this is right. This okay, is because right. I've learned to pretend like I'm more socially uh, adept than I actually am. So, yeah, years of practice. But, anyways, okay. Well, well we yeah, we're, where are we at we're time-wise? Like, well, I guess we're technically. I should play a song, and then we should be gone. Okay, so. Oh, I want to tell people um, that you can now listen to Soul Friend on iTunes. I finally made it oh, into cool. a podcast, so um, it's just Soul Friend Radio. So you can subscribe and listen to episodes on Soul Friend uh, or on uh, Soul Friend Radio on iTunes. And if you want to text in a question for the next show, um, you can do that at any time to two one three five four love zero. And what else? I think that's it. Oh, you can also listen to all the episodes on um, kchungradio.org. Go to archives and then search for Soul Friend, or you can go to soulfriendradio.tumblr.com, and then all of my archived episodes are up there, too. So that's enough enough info for how to find Soul Friend, I think. Anyways, that was so fun having you on. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks 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 so much for coming on and talking about meeting people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting topic. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I will be back in two weeks, and I will play you guys a song. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. If you got a big, let me search you.
Yeah. 